Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2020 Summit, the next 10 years on CVU Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco, presenting world-leading podcasting and online thought leaders, channelers, speakers, intuitives, visionaries, talking about what to expect for human evolution in the next decade, a massive new infuse of energy filled with new codes of information discoveries, revelations, compassion, benevolence, beauty, magic, and new inventions. What we are sharing with you during this summit is creating real change in this world. The effect is real, a movement of real change. This is the time. All of us coming here together is by design. We want to thank you. Thank you for being here on the starting of a new decade, a decade where abundance and giving back goes hand in hand. Tangible change is being made on this decade. Together, in togetherness, we are making palpable, tangible change in the world. The 2020 decade will be a decade of remembrance, a point of realization of how much you are aligned with your spiritual truth, your divine self. Together, we will explore the beauty of remembrance during this movement of alignment. Our cells are now instantly being recoded to a higher order, and our layered bodies are being able to process a much more advanced level of cosmic data, causing our outward matrix reality to morph into the new Earth-Heaven frequency. This is true for every living species of Earth and beyond. Fascinating information is coming through highly sensitive beings, and it is shared through channels like ours to humanity there is no ownership or entitlement. All transmissions gathered during the summit are being infused with crystalline diamond and Christ consciousness data to withstand time and space, traveling waves of energy to touch each and every awakened heart. We know who is here. You are welcome to join us live every Monday or Friday during January 2020 at 5 p.m. EST, 2 p.m. PST, United States, or 2200 UK. Call 805-830-8344 or simply replay the episode. Links are available at our website, cview1111.net, under 2020 Summit tab, or go to our event page, 2020 Summit, next 10 years, on Facebook. and welcome everybody to CBU. And today we have the new DNA for the next decade with Dr. James Molnick. We are so fascinated by this topic today and so lucky to have as an expert on the, on the topic about the next decade. What is it that we're gonna be receiving for our DNA? What are the new strands that are going to be opening for us so we would be able to clear a lot of the debris that clings to our DNA today so we can open ourselves, join, and together work on our signature cells to do some clearing and learn from Jane how to do it. 
The future of medicine is not only about activating stem cells, but clearing their vibrations to assist in our highest attention at this time and restore our youth and vitality. So now, let's welcome James Moulton, a naturopathic doctor, iridologist, and who lives in Asheville and our host of today's show. Hey, Jane, welcome to see you. Thank you so much, Claudia. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited about this. We are so, so excited, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, just go ahead and, and the, the air yes. is yours. <laughs> well, when you uh, told me about the summit a little while ago, I thought, oh, I know exactly what people need to hear about or, or talk about because I've been passionate about this for at least the previous decade. And coming up for me, and I've been a healer for many, many years, but it's all about the new DNA and healing on the level of the DNA. That's the future of all healing for us, and I'm happy to explain that. But just to give people a little bit of background about myself, I've been in the healing field, um, holistic field, basically – since I was very young, since I was a teenager, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with this, and I started studying, and I was a, a master herbalist. I had a seven-acre medicinal herb farm in Vermont for over 20 years, and I, I made formulas. I taught herbal apprentice programs. I had two different companies. I did flower essences, um, and I taught many things for years, and then I became a naturopathic doctor, an iridologist. I went to school for intuitive diagnosis, spiritual healing. Um, I became a licensed avatar master in training because I loved consciousness work. Um, And over the years, um, just exploring so many different things, um, I think the thing that excites me the most is not about telling people what supplements they need. (laughs) It is really about helping people open and expand their awareness to their unlimited potential and understand how they have the power to heal through their DNA. So I want to explain a little bit about this because it's really important work, and this is exactly the place we're going to in the next 10 years, I guarantee it. So really the most practical, intuitive energy that you can have is you directing your own DNA at the level of working through your own human consciousness, which is really understanding the power that we have. We don't realize how powerful, what a powerful being we truly are. You know, and we're opening up to that possibility and that realization and that knowingness more and more every day. And I'm sure many of your listeners are already experiencing a lot of that. But in this new energy, I mean, we have the ability to speak to, direct, and command our DNA altogether. So, you know, they say that 90% or more of our DNA um, is supposed to be quantum DNA. It's not, they say only 3% actually gives your body the genetic information on like what color eyes and body and this and that and the rest they used to think was junk DNA but we realized that more than 90% is actually quantum DNA and most of it's inactive only about 30% is really like the default setting at birth of how your DNA operates and it's only about 30% efficient and as we grow and expand that can grow itself that's what growth is all about. Or it can stay the same and people don't grow. That's a possibility and it's your choice, you know? So one thing I always thought was interesting is, don't you think it's kind of weird? I, 
I think when I was young, I was fascinated by the creation of the human body. I was like, who designed this? Who thought of this? I wanted to study everything about it when I was a kid. And then I wanted to teach people about all the healing qualities of nature. And I was never exposed to it. I knew nothing about it. I had to study myself, you know. But I always thought, isn't it kind of weird that do you think that we actually have an immune system that doesn't even tell us if we have something like cancer going on unless we go to an expert or a specialist and we have all these extensive tests done so they can tell, someone outside of us can tell us that something is wrong. It's like, I always thought, that's weird. I also do not believe in autoimmune conditions. So I really don't believe that our magnificent bodies were designed to attack itself and not have the ability to heal. I think that's false. And I think the medical community will be finding this out more and more down the road. And some people might get upset with me when I say that, but I really believe you can heal absolutely anything if you decide to do it and you do what it takes. So I really think that our quantum consciousness, our awareness, um, it really creates a system of true knowingness that really alerts us when there's any imbalance going on, on in the body. You know, wouldn't you know right away? Some people do and some people don't. When something's out of alignment, something's terribly wrong, or there's something that's going on that you need to correct, there's a sense of knowingness. And if you really were to connect, you could really kind of, kind of it's almost like looking on the inside of your body and scan and ask what's going on. Where is there some stuck energy or block? Where does it feel like, Something's wrong, you know? And what about the belief that, you know, we could possibly create a much longer lifespan, and we are. I really think, and I've, I've always believed this, that we consciously or unconsciously can choose our death. We might not know how it's going to happen, but what if we can choose that I'm going to live with health and vitality till I'm 100 years old? Or maybe even longer than that, you know? You know, the body doesn't actually want to age. It wants to live. But we, it, the body will respond to our conscious thinking. So our ego mind self, which is our 3D limited self, we all have our fears, our doubts, our beliefs, our limitations, our judgments, our, you know, inherited patterns and all of that. And our body responds because we are powerful infinite divine beings, correct? And our body and our cells are constantly listening to us. We don't realize how much we are directing the show. You know, I think that's part of this whole awakening that's happening, especially in this ne next decade. We are discovering our true power. Now, I have worked with cancer patients for years, since the 90s. And, you know, I have my protocol, but the number one thing on the list, the first thing we talk about is your attitude. You actually have to make friends with it. You have to talk to it. You have to ask it. You know, why is it here? What is it trying to show me? What do you need? How are you helping me? You know, and when you and, and that you have power over it. It doesn't have power over you. Same thing with any kind of chronic pain. We think it has it's controlling our life and it's limiting our life. And we don't have power over it. But what if you take back the power over your pain. And what if you shift that? Do you think that's possible? You know, so it's, it is possible. 
I even used to teach my apprentices many years ago, we have power over pregnancy, and we don't think we do. So I'll give you an example. You know, if you're enjoying making love with your partner, there are souls wanting to come in all the time. And if you say, I am not open to receiving a soul right now, I am just enjoying a moment of love, those little spiritual beings have to respect that because we're all spiritual beings. They absolutely have to respect that. But if you don't believe that you can, well, then they think you're wide open to receive, right? Same thing, and I used to think this too with UFOs, and I've seen a few in my lifetime, but you know how people say, oh, you're, you're abducted against your will. And it's like, that's not really true. Um, if you don't think you have any choice about it, yes, you can be. But if you say, and I made a conscious, I don't want to be abducted. I have no interest in being part of that. Do you know what? All other beings have to respect that. Does that make sense? I mean, I think that that's the way it goes. I just always felt like that was a knowingness for me. So how do we activate our DNA? I want to talk about the whole healing evolution, too. So first of all, there's many ways to activate your DNA. There's lots of different processes that you're probably already doing. Meditation is a great way. Visualization, connecting with source, expanding our awareness. We often do it through music, you know. Um, Tones and frequencies can activate it. Through even water. You know how we can um, put our hands on a glass of water and just stream, you know, love and healthy energy into it. Um, The creative design process. Artists, people who are creative, they're actually connecting with, kind of an intuitive stream of consciousness that flows through them. Lots of energy work, energy healing, energetic counseling, sometimes um, touch, like quantum touch, things like that can actually work on the level of the DNA, Uh, many healing processes. But it's not a linear thing. It's a knowing. It's an intuitive sensing. So as humans and our human consciousness, we have the ability to talk to our DNA. And our cells are always listening to our commands. You know, you're either operating by default, which you don't realize that you have control over your cells. You think your body has control over you, and you're reacting to what's happening in your body instead of choosing to be proactive. So we often have, you know, and it's not anybody's fault, but we come in with these preconceived ideas, these, you know, inherited beliefs from our family, our pad, our parents, our society, our media. We have our own limiting beliefs. We have thoughts. We have fears. We have doubts. We have traumas, limitations. They all run the show, right? We, when we operate from a 3D physical body on planet Earth here, we operate from our conscious mind, our personality, and it's limited. But we're shifting all that now. Things are really, really changing as the energies are opening up, they're lightening up, and we're being supported on a huge level with this too. You know, even though we look at the media and we see all the stuff going on in the world that's just mind-boggling, you know, all the political stuff and financial stuff and all the toxins, and uh, it's just overloading sometimes or overwhelming. But it's all bringing all this stuff all these dense energies up to show us, for one thing, to mirror to us and allow us to choose something better, 
and to let those things go. So I really want to explain the four levels of human evolution in the healing process. So the first level, which we're very much accustomed to, is the allopathic medical model, right? So it's really um, using a chemical to create a reaction in the body. It's like a cause and effect thing. You can take a chemical to, you know, you can use a pharmaceutical to stop any symptom. It does not mean you have healed. But a big part of our society um, is kind of have bought into that camp of allopathic medicine, and that's the way to go. But it's shifting. There's a lot of people that are open to other things. So then we evolved a little bit further, and the second level is signaling the body, giving the body information, such, such as homeopathy. Homeopathy has just a minute amount. It's a vibrational medicine. Same thing with flower essences. Same thing with using frequencies. It's information that is giving the body information to tell the body how to be healthy again. Acupuncture and acupressure are also based on signaling the body, opening the meridians, working with colors, frequencies. Any of those things are the second evolution of healing, right? It's signaling the body to give it information on how to be healthy again. Even using glandulars. Glandulars are a little tiny bit of healthy tissue that signals the body. Like let's say when you have like thyroid is a big issue for a lot of people right now. And if your thyroid hasn't been healthy for a long time or doesn't even remember how to be healthy or your adrenals, you give it a little bit of glandular tissue and your body says, oh, okay, that's what it's like to be healthy. I forgot all about that. So it starts to repattern itself toward that. So that's only the second evolutionary stage of healing. The next one is the third stage of development is pure energy work, which has really only been going on for maybe the last 25 years ago or so. You know, we have Reiki and quantum touch and all kinds of energy field, energy healing where we're working with the biofield, the energy field of the body, the Merkaba, um, even the Akashic field, the soul records. And we're creating healing and balancing energy in the energy field. So they say that when you clear the energy field, like everything starts on a soul level first and it enters your energy field and it doesn't manifest in the body first. It then goes into your mental body, your emotional body, and then the physical body. So when you actually can heal things in the energy field or the bio field first, then the body can actually heal rather quickly. It can shift easier. But that's only the third level of evolvement in healing. The fourth level that we're coming into now, especially in this next decade, you're going to see this expanding more and more, is addressing the DNA. It's healing on the level of the DNA. That's the core level. And we use the power of our human consciousness, the power of the divine human. So we have the ability to speak directly to our DNA, to command it, to work with our own field, and it is aware of you. It's constantly listening to you. People don't get that. Your cells are constantly listening to you. You know, the whole thing with autoimmune conditions, and one of the things I've told people for years, if your body's constantly listening to you and you're saying, 
oh, gosh, I can't believe that. I'm such an idiot. I don't do this right. Or that never works for me. Or, or oh, you know, it's like, why can't, you know, it's negative self-talk, whatever it is, you know. And we learn that sometimes from our society and from our family. But when you're constantly doing that, there's that inner negative self-talk where we get down on ourselves and your cells are listening to you. It says, oh, we're supposed to attack ourselves. Okay. So the body attacks itself, you know, but that's not really what's going on in a sense. So we have the ability to speak directly to our DNA. And it's not a linear thing. Like we look at things in 3D physical reality as, you know, black and white and linear, but it's not. It's an energy field. And it's really being able to expand our awareness outside the limits or the edges of our physical body. We are not just physical bodies. Yes, this is part of the dense structure of our beingness, but we do have an energy field. We do have an aura. We do have chakras that even expand outside of our body. And all those things, they can expand out. Our energy field can expand out quite far. And we walk around with it all the time. I mean, you can go to town, you can go to a party, you can go anywhere, and you meet up with other people, and your energy field meets with them first, and theirs meets with you. You can either be drawn or repulsed by somebody's energy field before you even are aware of it. You know, have you ever gone someplace and where there's a bunch of people around, and there's, you're just drawn to one person that you just really have to talk to them, and you connect on such a level that's amazing. You know, I'm sure that's happened to many of us, you know, and things like that can happen. So we're really being able to recognize our ability to expand our awareness beyond our physical edges and be more aware. You know, a little exercise that I like to share with people sometimes is being aware beyond our peripheral field, which means you know how our eyes, if you look, look at the peripheral edges of where our eyes can see, it's almost like a circle. Now put your hands out beyond, just past that physical field where you can't see them, but be aware and expand them out. Be aware above you, beyond you, behind you, below you. You can expand your energy field out, let's say, 11 feet. And then expand your energy field out 22 feet. And then maybe 44 feet, just continue to expand your energy field out. And you can expand it out to envelop your whole town, your community. You can expand out further and even be aware of your country, the planet. And one of the things I love to suggest people to do sometimes, especially when they're quite stressed, is to go to a place of pure calmness and peace. And you know where that is sometimes? When you think about like a visualization or a meditation, expanding your awareness and out and go all the way out until you go beyond the atmosphere of the earth. You know how the earth has kind of an, an envelope around it, an atmosphere. Just shoot your awareness out above the atmosphere of the earth until all of a sudden you're in deep space and just hang out there. It's absolutely beautiful. It's calm. It's still, it's magnificent, and you can just, who cares about everything going on on earth? Just hang out in that space where you're connected to that just 
magnificent divine energy of universal expansion. It's just incredible. But just it's simple. Just hang out in that space and knowing that the entire universe is unfolding absolutely magnificently. You know, it's it's actually easier to go with the flow of that energy than to press against it and try to control things, change things, make things better, stop things from happening. Everything happens for a reason, and it's okay to just observe and be aware of that. So that's something to kind of think about. But just you can even just expand your awareness out beyond your edges of what you see and keep your awareness expanded next time you go out someplace public. You could be at a cafe, you could be at a party, you could just be somewhere where you're chatting with a friend. And be aware of your awareness being expanded outside of you where you are observing yourself. You're observing yourself talking with your friends. You're watching how you're being. Even if you think about it as connecting with your higher self, your higher self has absolutely no judgment. It's completely loving and compassionate. So it's just observing like we tend to, when we're in our mind, we tend to be judging. We put labels on things. We react to things. We limit things. We have emotional reactions. And that's just really a 3D physical thing. That's not really who we truly are. But just expand your awareness out to your higher self and just observe yourself from your expanded higher self state of being. And notice how much you can choose how you want to feel, how you want to react, how do you want to respond. It's really quite interesting. Now, a lot of times people talk about activating the different layers of DNA. But it, it's not like you can just activate one layer. You're actually, it's all connected. It's kind of like a rainbow. You can't say, you know what, I love purple, so I want to make the purple much brighter because that's my favorite color. Like, well, the only way you can make the purple brighter is by brightening the entire rainbow. You see what I mean? It's all connected. So we're just being more aware of our DNA. Does that make sense? It's kind of like a mist of energy around you. It's like your energy field, your Merkaba, your Akashic field, your bio field, the energy field. You have a trillion pieces of awareness just waiting for you to talk to them, to command them all at once, to be aware of them. You know, we are magnificent, powerful beings. And the whole process of healing right now is recognizing that. It's recognizing that we are so powerful that we are in control of our DNA. Now, when I do like DNA clearing with people, um, and it's a beautiful little process. It's like an energy healing process. I can actually call up the signature cell from a person, which is the initial cell that you were created from at conception, right? And your DNA, then it, the cells replicate. And now that you have like, you know, 100 trillion cells in your body, Every single cell in your body, no matter where it's located from, it could be from your toe, it could be from your finger, it could be from your tongue, it doesn't matter. It all holds the exact same information, the same DNA. So when I'm doing some energy DNA clearing, one of the things I like to do is I ask to call up and show me your signature cell 
and usually that comes from the pineal gland. And you know how the DNA is, is like a spiral coil? We've all probably seen that. One of the things I'll do is just kind of unwind it and allow it to lie kind of flat, almost like a clothesline with the strands down in between. And you can see there's like things can cling to our DNA. It almost looks like these little black specks or something. And we can do a DNA clearing. One of the things I do teach, and, you know, Claudia is learning to do this as well, is the biofield clearing process that we do. It's really being able to clear the DNA. We're actually looking at and identifying, and this isn't something that you have to be intuitive. We actually use charts and do some dowsing with this. But we can determine if there are traumas stuck in the body, emotional challenges, core fears, limiting beliefs, inner challenges, stuck energy in the body, blocks in the chakra. Are there inherited patterns or ancestral patterns? We all have them. We all have all these things, you know, in our DNA field, as well as underneath all that is our magnificent divine energy. So we're really looking at what is the stuff in our energy field that is denser, that is limiting, that needs to just be released. It's no longer serving us. Now, many of you may know about your Akashic records, which are really the records of your, your entire soul's beingness. You may have had many lifetimes. Now, with the Akashic records, um, that's also in your DNA. That's the quantum part of your DNA. It's a record of everything from all lifetimes. So every single being comes into this life, with a certain blueprint. I do iridology, which is analysis of the eyes, and I use a microscope with a digital camera, and I've been doing this for like 25 years. And I photograph and I zoom in with a microscope on the iris. I also read the lights, but the iris to me is your universal blueprint. Every single eye on the planet is completely unique. Um, and it tells me your strengths, but it also tells me your generic, genetic patterns, inherited patterns, personality patterns, strengths, weaknesses, and toxicity. You know how all, I always look at all healing, is your body's way of trying to eliminate anything that has a negative influence on it. You know, so it could be a toxin, a virus, a bacteria, a mold, um, a virus, but it can also be a trauma, a limiting belief a negative energy like shame or guilt or fear. You know, it, it, it can be some negative archetypes. Um, we all have inherited patterns as well as ancestral patterns. And they cling to our DNA. And we can actually clear this DNA now and shift things. But I want to just explain briefly, too, the difference between inherited patterns and ancestral so we have inherited patterns from our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, right? And these are different traits and personality patterns, or um, they can be emotional patterns, they can be traumas, you know, things that if that wasn't fully healed, it actually gets passed down to the next generation. You know how every generation is supposed to, like, improve upon the last, Right? So, and we need to heal those things. So our soul chooses what things we're going to choose in this lifetime to work on. Every single person on the planet comes in with things 
not only that are their strengths, but also their soul lessons, their challenges that they need to go through and expand and learn from in their life. And I've always said your greatest challenge in life, once you get to turn that around, becomes your greatest gift. And on a soul level, do you know what's really underneath all healing is the soul's ability to want to express the virtues, certain virtues in life. And those virtues might might be, you might have come into this lifetime to really learn the virtue of forgiveness, which means you have to have something really bad happen for you to learn the power behind forgiveness. Or you might have to learn the virtue of compassion or the virtue of integrity, honesty, authenticity, being honest with yourself and who you are. Um, It could be a sense of connection and unity. It could be all about learning about balance in this life. Usually we have at least one or usually two virtues that we're really here to uh, master in this lifetime, to really bring up. You know, it could be just um, even just I think one thing that's underneath just about everybody is one of the virtues that is trying to emerge from us is that level of what deep trust really looks like. You know, and if you think about, it's connected to our adrenal glands, and everybody's having adrenal issues these days too. But if you think about our adrenals really react to fear, correct? And we get stressed. And really stress is a belief in an inability to handle something. What if I can't handle this? What if this is too much? You know, and we get stressed. But it's the opposite of fear, of trust. So what if you were to learn the real virtue of deep trust? And what that looks like is how deeply can you trust yourself? Can you trust that you have the ability to handle things? Do you trust the people closest to you? Do you trust that you have a purpose here? Do you trust that you have gifts and talents to provide to serve others? And do you trust that you will get back everything you need to live, grow, heal, and prosper? Do you trust nature? Do you trust your higher self? Do you trust your divine source? Like how deeply can you trust? Because that is the power of healing. And that's really working on the level of the DNA as well. So yes, we can clear these things that cling to our DNA. So we actually have, we all have our own life lessons, right? We have our stories, which is great. But we, we also have, you know, with those stories, are wrapped up with our, our traumas and our fears and our doubts and our insecurities and our limitations and our judgments and our cellular memories and our core fears and our inherited influences from our parents and even our ancestral parents, I mean, ancestral patterns, you know, um, they're in our Akashic field. So let me explain the difference between, I, I talked about the inherited patterns that we can have from our parents, our grandparents, you know, and we also have ancestral patterns. And we can have past life issues, too. But ancestral patterns are really, what about our ancestors? You know, a lot of people are doing their ancestry and DNA testing at this point. But think about how we've all come from these cultures, these different ancestral societies, and they could go back thousands of years. And many of them have been through a lot of difficulty and challenges in life. You know, we've had wars, we've had famines, we've had earthquakes, we've had genocide, we've had 
you know, rape, we've had killing, um, we've had all kinds of ancestral things. So besides just our inherited personality patterns and influences, we can hold on to the energy of these ancestral influences. We can even have racial influences. You know, think about slavery. They have, you know, a lot of people can come in with the pain body of slavery that they're still trying to heal. Even women in general can have the pain body of the female culture that has been, you know, forced to do things and raped and submissive and all that. So, and that's part of our healing. All these things can cling to our DNA. But the healing is the fact that we are so much more powerful than that. To recognize that when you can align with your highest self and align your center and your core, you have the strength beyond anything. So very often, one of the things I say is the fact that we get pulled off center all the time by these desires, by these resistances, by these fears, by these doubts, these longings. They pull us off center. And these are just 3D things that are going on and you know, life on planet Earth. We want this, we don't want that. We like this, we don't like that. We've had this bad thing and we really want, we long for the goodness, you know? So they pull us off center. But when we can stay aligned with who we truly are, our core self, and be aware beyond the edges of our body, expanding our awareness all the way out to connect with our, not only our higher self, which is you know, above our head. A little bit higher than that is our soul center. It's like this brilliant sun a few feet above our head. Go even higher than that and expand out way further. And you can connect with your divine spirit, which is your absolute self that never changes. It's always divine. It's perfect. It's loving. It's wise. It's just unlimited. And when we recognize that that's who we truly are and we can have and utilize that power, that energy, that grace to heal and let go of anything that no longer serves us. So you can even talk about how um, the physical body is actually, you know how they say everything is energy. We're an energy. We're a frequency, a vibration. We are not just dense physical beings. So the human body actually vibrates between 62 and 68 megahertz, which is million pulses per second. That's why we look so solid. Um, And do you know you can't even have a cold unless you're down to 59 megahertz. The flu is more like 57 megahertz. Things like diabetes is lower. Cancer is more like 40 megahertz. The body, the human body can't even survive if you're down to 20 megahertz. So the lower you go in frequency, the more acidic you are and the more unhealthy you are and the more dense energy and toxins you may have and challenges. But the more we can increase our vibrational integrity, then all those things fall away because they cannot stay, those lower dense energies, the shame and guilt and fear and toxins and cancers and all that stuff, cannot stay in a high vibrating energy. 
So the more we can discover the power that we have on the inside, we can just really connect with who we truly are. And that's really crucial for us to really be able to heal and clear out some of these old patterns so we can ascend to those higher vibrating, basically the 5D awareness that we are all opening to and we have that um, invitation to open to at this point. You know, because if you look at, I look at it just to explain it to people a little bit, you know, 3D reality is life on planet Earth. It's very linear, it's physical, it's dense, it's this and that. And some people don't quite understand what, what does 5D mean? Well, the fifth dimensional awareness is really an expanded state of awareness where you understand everything I'm talking about. There's no limit to it, that we are truly unlimited, powerful beings. We contain the grace of God within us. We're we're created from it. And the fourth dimension is kind of an in-between stage, which is more emotional. So you can utilize it as a junction to actually bring you into 5D by the higher emotions, let's say joy and compassion and love, those emotions can actually propel you to the higher fifth dimensional state. But we can also have emotions that bring you from that state back down to 3D, such as, oops, all of a sudden we have a fear or we have a doubt or we have some guilt or we have some shame, and that can drop us right back down into our 3D physical denser type of reality. You see what I mean? So, and we have a choice. We can choose things all the time. So I want to share a few things with you that I have a little, I call it my I am magnificent prayer in a sense. And it's really some affirmations that kind of reflect what I'm talking about. What if you were to say to your cells, to your consciousness, to your energy field, to your divine self, these are some things you could say. And I'm happy to share these if anybody's interested. I am a magnificent being. I am loved beyond measure. I am one with the divine in this magnificent universe. I am created from and contain infinite power, love, wisdom, and joy beyond my wildest dreams. And I now claim my innate abilities and my divine attributes. I am love and light. I am perfect. I am powerful. I am capable of great things. And I am abundant and prosperous in every way possible. I am accessing and activating all of my brain and my DNA to own and use my power, to wield it wisely and well, to live a longer, happier, and healthy life. My immune system is completely intact and functions perfectly and optimally. I am invincible and being healed, protected from, impervious to, and unaffected by all disease, illness, conditions, lower vibrations, or negative energies. I have mental, emotional, physical, and magnetic balance with a strong, healthy metabolism and a vibrant, useful energy. I relax and have peace of mind knowing that no matter what is going on in life, trusting it is always unfolding beautifully, exactly as it should. It's magnificent. So I am wonderful, happy, healthy, and immensely abundant in every way possible. You can add whatever you want to this, but you can say, for all of this, I am eternally grateful. Thank you so much. Every cell in my body is perfect, healthy, energetic, and balanced. I mean, do you feel how powerful that is? That's a 
Those are very powerful words, you know, the energy behind them. You're connecting with your powerful, magnificent self. This is the direction of healing in this next decade. You're going to see it expand like never before. And a big part of it is, and I'm passionate about this too, we have to clear up all the toxins in our body, in our food, in our air, in our water. And we may not be able to do that for the entire planet at this point, but we can do it for our individual bodies. You know, I like to use a particular thing that I can just spray in my body and it clears toxins out of my blood. And then you become healthier. When your blood is healthy, your body is healthy. That's really important. When we have toxins in our food, our air, our water, everything, our medicines, the body care products, all this stuff, it's like we have gunk in our body. And really all disease is our body's inability to deal with those things efficiently because it's bringing us down, you know, and it's like it's really sad. But we have the power to heal if you choose to heal. And I know there's a lot of people who just feel like they have to do just what the doctor says. I lost my mother this year because she had cancer and she would only do what the doctor told her to do. She was afraid to do anything else, which is really kind of sad, you know, because I couldn't help her in any way, even though I've helped so many people for the last 30 years. You know, she just was not open to that. And so it's part of her belief. So one of the things I really love and kind of bringing it back to the biofield clearing, the energy field that we're clearing, is we're identifying and clearing all these things that are coming up for people. And we use, there's actually 18 different charts. And I used ancient Egyptian pendulums that are based on sacred geometry that create these beautiful vortexes, this magnetic vortex to actually draw out and clear these energies from your energy field, from your conscious, subconscious, unconscious mind, all the way down to the core, and we lift them out. And then we have some of these other beautiful pendulums that create this powerful golden healing light. Now, these things have been used for healing for thousands and thousands of years. In fact, a a lot of European European, um, healing and medical cultures still, to this day, use these. So we can create, once we clear out stuff, we can create all this beautiful healing energy of divine golden light. One of the things that I love to do when I do my own little meditation, and it can be brief, is I like to just close my eyes and breathe and center. You can put a hand over your heart, maybe one on your belly, which is what I call it. Connect with your heart and soul and breathe into it. But I love to expand my awareness out and and picture this golden column of light just coming down and just going down through the, like the, by the top of my head and all the way down around my body and my entire energy field and just pouring in this divine golden energy. Gold is a very high divine frequency. It's beautiful. And bringing that in and knowing that I am absolutely perfect, I am healthy, I am loved, I am supported, I am powerful, I am infinite, I am wise, I am given everything I could possibly need to live, grow, heal, and prosper on this beautiful planet Earth. Thank you very much. I am grateful. Appreciation is a very high vibrating virtue as well, frequency. 
So do you see how powerful that is? And of course, we're not in that state 100% of the time. And, you know, I still have my stuff that goes on, and we all do. You know, we get into our little dramas and our stories or our situations or, oh, we got bills to pay and maybe you don't have enough. All this stuff can come up. And it's really just, it's, it's pulling us off center and showing us where we might be out of balance, where we still need to do some work. Sometimes we can have really great relationships, but our work life can really suffer or we can struggle financially. Sometimes some people can have, they're really great at their work life, but their emotional relationships, personal relationships can suffer, and that's where they need to do their work. You see this, um, or sometimes many of us have self-sabotage and we don't even realize it, you know? So that, that can come up quite a bit as well. And it's really just showing us what we need to still heal and work on. And do you know, we never get to the end. It's not like you get to the end of the internet, internet and you say, oh, I did it. I got to the end. I know everything. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You know, one of the things I realized many years ago doing a lot of um, consciousness work in my training is the fact that we are so unlimited. I could keep expanding and expanding and expanding and expanding and expanding my awareness out where I can just experience absolutely nothing but pure divine bliss of God being this, you know. And over the years, as I would continue to process and work with things, one of the things I would say is even my degree of certainty in my unlimitedness is unlimited because my certainty would continue to expand. You see what I mean? It's like that's who we all are, every single one of us. So even if you're seeing someone, maybe there's somebody in your family or maybe there's someone you see at a store somewhere or somebody that you work with and you have a judgment around them and you think, oh, well, they're, they're not very good, they're not very wise, they're not very smart, they're this, they're that. It's like, well, maybe you need to look at the judgments you have. But if you can just look at everything from your higher divine self with no judgment, it just observes. And it observes neutrally. And you can see anyone that might be an antagonist to you or somebody that you don't feel you they're good in some way. If you can just see right through their core and recognize that, you know what, they are divine, powerful, spiritual being as well. And when you're listening to their drama story or their issues, you can just look at them in awe and say, wow, isn't that amazing? They are powerful creators. They are creating exactly what they need to for their soul to get what they need in this life. So that will help them shift everything. Because the minute you say, oh, you poor thing, let me help you. You can't, you know, this is whatever. The minute you do that, what you're saying is, I don't believe that you're source, that you're powerful enough, that you're divine. I think I'm better than you. Like, don't even do that. Just be in awe and listen. And you can reflect back maybe what, maybe what you're seeing or what might help them. But there's no need to judge. So anyway, that's kind of a lot of information, but this is really about connecting with every cell in our body and our DNA and cleaning off all the debris in our energy field and in our DNA to just let it go, clear it out, 
We don't need to carry these things on. We don't have to have karma anymore from stuff we might have done in a previous life, you know, things like that. We can let it go, and all we have to do is what they call the holy instant, like in the Course in Miracles. They call it the holy instant. In an instant, you can be in that state of grace. That's all it takes. And so can your body. So if you have pain in your body, like pain in your knee or pain in your side or stuff going on, you know, just speak to it and ask it, okay, what are you trying to show me? What do, what do you need? What is this all about? And ask and expect an answer. Wait for an answer because it will help you. So I hope that was helpful and understandable. I want to see, Claudia, if you have any questions or if anybody else might have any questions. I wanted to ask you something you said, um, and just it, it really uh, piqued my curiosity. Why would you find the original cells in your pineal gland where you work for your DNA there? I kind of mm -hmm. remember talking when the, the mother cell was supposed to be somewhere in your spine, or are mm -hmm. we talking completely different things? Um, it might be different, but they really say that the seat of kind of the consciousness, in a sense, is in the pineal gland, which is that little tiny gland in the center of the head, looks like a little pine cone shape that many, many cultures and religions recognize that as the seat of consciousness, you know. So for some reason when I was, uh, when I was taught that, um, I, I was kind of taught that you're calling in that signature cell, and, you know, and uh, very often it's, I don't know, that's what I was taught was it's in the pineal gland. So. Now, uh, a follow-up question about that. Once you have, you, like, you started working with the DNA many, many, a decade ago, or within the decade ago, are you seeing a difference between the DNA that shows up for people today? Can you see the, the new strands, not new, but the ones that are now in another dimension that you can see? Are you now able to see the different strands, the 23 strands, in, instead of the only three that they were talking about many years ago? Yeah, actually we have 23 strands of the double helix which makes 46, actually. So we have more, I think, than they originally realized, because I remember it was all about a number of years ago activating the 12 strands of DNA, you know, was a big thing, but now we're realizing we have so much more than that. Because I think what's happening is that quantum DNA, so what's in our DNA besides our physical attributes, which is a very small percentage, is our whole history of beingness, whether it's our person, our inherited influences, our stories, our ancestry. It could even be our patterns from coming in from as a star being from another mm -hmm. planet, you know, um, because we didn't, we've got almost, what, almost 8 billion people on this planet right now, and we didn't all originate here. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole other discussion in itself. We could have come from other places. But that's really what's in the quantum field of the DNA. 
So it's, it's almost like it's not like you can activate certain strands. What you're doing is you're expanding your awareness and you're letting go of the denser vibrating energies that they can slough off. They don't have to cling to the DNA anymore because we recognize that there's no need. You know, like when you shift the vibration, those lower vibrating energies can no longer stay. I don't know if that makes sense. Like they just can clear out. They can fall away. And, just and like probably, when you're... Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. What, what, what you're also uh, saying is that when you shift your consciousness and just start to getting into higher vibrational states, that's when you are able to see these other strands. And not because they weren't there, but because your consciousness was not expanded enough to be able to recognize that. Is that a part of what you're saying? Yeah, I'd say partly. Um, but it's <laughs> not like everybody can see the strands of DNA. Some people can. Some people can be gifted with that. But that's not even necessary or essential. Like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to be able to see this. You know, it's a matter of, it's it's not a linear thing. It's it's a it's a knowingness. It's a knowingness. It's an intu- in- intuitive sense. You see what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, I know that my DNA is getting stronger and healthier and cleaner and more expanded and more aware because I'm choosing it. I'm deciding that. You see what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, it's like, it's, 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 on one hand, it's easy. It's not a very difficult thing. It's just, uh, being aware to know that and having the intention to do it, you know. Sometimes spiritual practices are extremely helpful with that, you know. Beautiful music, energy healing, art, all those things can help us, you know. Even essential oils have very high vibrational frequencies. I love I always keep a little bottle of frankincense oil because it's a very high vibration. And even just anointing yourself like your third eye or your heart chakra, a few drops of that can lift your vibration. So there's many things. Mm, it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> mm, mm. So, well, we have reached the end of today's conversation, but I want to let people know how they can contact you. And also, if anyone is interested in getting in one of your classes, online classes or uh, in person, Mm -hmm. how can they do that? How can they find information and contact you? Yep. Um, I do have a website called awakenmywisdom.com which you can go to. Um, I do teach biofield energy healing online. I have a class coming up Monday night on mastering the pendulum in dowsing, which is very awesome. Um, And then my biofield clearing class is a practitioner certification course that is starting or it's coming up Tuesday night. That's an eight-week master class. Um, And then my regular practice, my other website is ultimatehealing.com. So, and that's what I where I do practice sessions with people. So awakenmywisdom.com is for online classes and courses. And definitely subscribe to that because um, I'm going to be putting out more and more little like one or two hour 
classes online that people can do to really expand their awareness. And then if you want to work with me one-on-one personally, you can go to ultimatehealing.com and uh, you can connect with me there. And I'm in Asheville, but I also work with people by phone anywhere. So thank, thank you. you yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. So uh, do you think there's anything else that uh, we miss or do you have any wisdom that you want to leave our listeners with? Um, well, I want to thank you for this um, and what you're doing. It's really awesome to really help people learn more. And just to remember that you are a magnificent being and you are loved beyond measure. So go with that and just continue to expand on those thoughts. And if anyone wants to contact me, I'll just tell you, I can share with you, I have, and I didn't read all of them, but I read probably a good 80% of what I call my magnificent being prayer, (laughs) those affirmations, Mm -hmm. you know. So if anybody would like a copy of that, um, you can contact me through my website, and I will email it to you. I would certainly like that. It it was useful. So thank you so much, Jane, for your time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, and goodbye. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night.